listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Palpatine loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. He loves the building. It's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How are you, sir? Oi, oi, Samberloy. Yes, I do like a building. I do appreciate a building, you know, a fine bit of construction. Uh, yes, mate, it's it's a very Star Warsy week, isn't it, this week? And yes. uh, it, it's one of those things where lately we've been getting so much Star Wars stuff that it's like, oh, wow, yeah, we get to do that this week. This is coming out that way. Obviously, Andor has come out, you know, oh. and uh, it's just, it's it's a lot. It's a lot, but this week we are we're doing a Mandalorian special, you know. So whatever yes. you think about Andor, come come and listen to some Mandalorian goodness for for a little bit. Um, Matty boy, you good, mate? You looking forward to this week's show, mate? I'm always down for talking about the Mandalorian, and I will say again, when the show was announced, it seems like an eternity ago now. I remember thinking, is this show going to be any good? Are we going to really be that invested? Here we are in September 2022, and we cannot wait to talk about this show. We can't wait to dive into it. I can't wait for 2023 just for The Mandalorian, mate. But no, I'm good, my friend. I've got my usual caffeinated uh, beverage here to see me through. Are you doing okay, mate? Yes. Yes, mate. I'm, I'm just buzzing. I'm buzzing with all the Star Wars content, all the Star Wars content. And this is a reminder that if you've not noticed, um, the main shows, the main episodes of Star Wars Sessions, your favorite Star Wars podcast, drops on Fridays while Andor is out. OK, so you're going to be getting your recaps on Wednesdays and your main episodes of the podcast on Fridays. Just a cheeky reminder. Just a cheeky reminder. Um, other than that, Matty boy. We got up to something pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Like, I mean, this is kind of, I, I almost feel cheeky in saying it's like a life kind of goal. You know, we've, we've been there. We've done that. We, yeah. I, I mean, what do you think, mate? It was El Filtho. Of course, what my yep. esteemed co-host and co-pilot is talking about was oh. the Andor special screening in London this week, Leicester Square. We love it. You love it. We hope you love Andor. We were there uh, courtesy of a very kind invite extended to us, and we were not going to say no to that. It was great to be there in and amongst other Star Wars fans, creators, uh, like-minded people, being there to check out Andor. And as Lukey Boy said, the show is out now. Andor is upon us. We're living in an Andor world. But if you want to hear what we thought about Andor, well, you're going to have to rewind a little bit on the podcast feed and check out the Andor recap, which has now dropped, where we gave our thoughts on episodes one, two, and three. So go check that out, uh, and then you can hear everything we thought about the show. Lukey Boy, like you said, it wasn't bad, was it? It was a pretty cool way to start the week off. 
I mean, pretty cool, mate. This is like <laughs> goals. This is goals. This is life goals. It's really, really, really surreal. So, yeah, I'll just say thank you to the guys at Lucasfilm and Disney Plus UK for the invite. And uh, hopefully it's the first of many. Hopefully it's the first of many. So, yeah, thanks again. Do you remember, like, in 2020, we were invited to the Disney Plus launch, the UK one, the UK Disney Plus launch in yes. where was that in March. shepherd's bush i think yeah that was uh, in shepherd's March bush 20- way yep yeah sh- and, and that, that was uh, Mar- a bell to everyone yeah march 2020 and we were like oh is this gonna is it gonna happen no it didn't happen it got cancelled and i think that that was going to be a big boy event as well i think some like key major people were going to be was there the launch we- event of the whole thing yes. yeah and we were invited to that and it didn't go ahead so it's kind of although obviously a lot more important things have happened since then um yep. it's nice to be kind of just back in like or, or to be just invited by lucasfilm and disney to do this so yeah it means a lot to us um yeah surreal completely surreal the more I'm very i think grateful about that mate no, I know. We were going to take our yeah. mics there and we were going to ask kathy kennedy if she likes greg sausage rolls but, however, that was the chance was taken away from us. We would love that chance again. Kathy, do you love a sausage roll? We're yeah, kind of come, come and ask you one back. day, my friend. Come, come on, back. Just for that. Come back. Uh, mate, boy, can I hear <laughs> something in the background? I can hear the chimes of Big Ben Kenobi. You know what it means. I know what it means. Tell the world, my friend. What does it mean? It must mean it's the Galactic News Rounder. Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron has officially been removed from Disney's release schedule, with the next Star Wars movie now scheduled for release in December 2025. Star Wars Eclipse will retain the fundamentals of Quantic Dream's other titles, according to the company's CEO. The game is expected in 2027 or 2028. And The Hollywood Reporter has revealed that Russian Doll star Charlie Barnett has been cast in The Acolyte, joining Amanda Stenberg, Lee Jung Jae, Jodie Turner-Smith and Manny Jacinto. Hi, this is Roger Christian, the Academy Award winning set decorator on the first Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. This is the one that you saved. You are as its father. A clan of two. You have removed your helmet. Then you are a Mandalorian. No more. Your cult. Fractured our people. 
Where were you then? Did you think your dad was the only Mandalorian? This is the Mandalorian's world. We just live in it. This is Grogu's world. We just live in it. This is Bo-Katan's world. We just live in it. This is the Razor Crest. <laughs> oh, maybe not the Razor Crest. Uh... But you get my drift, though. Mate, what a trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3 that officially dropped at D23. Officially dropped at D23. Now, we mentioned this last week. We gave some up-top thoughts. But this week, we're going to dive a little bit further into the trailer some more about the scenes that we saw the new stuff the old stuff what could it all mean why did it sound like a chorus of babu fricks singing at the end of that trailer we're here for all of it but um i know it mate that music i'm loving what they're doing with the music for these series so that's mando isn't it this is the amando and ludwig Johansson. i know he didn't necessarily do the trailer music but he certainly um influenced the the tone of the trailers and everything around this so far but just for those who didn't listen last week and if you didn't listen last week what are you doing go back and listen to it after you've heard this what did you think then about this trailer because we've had now had an extra week to ruminate on this but what did you think of the trailer up top yeah thoroughly enjoyed it mate thoroughly enjoyed it i think i mentioned last week it doesn't give uh, tons away but it sets the scene of what the kind of plot what the narrative is going to be a lot more mandalore as a planet a lot more mandalorian uh, politics we're seeing tons of bo katan and i think just yep. listening listening to the trailer as opposed to just watching it you just realize how much of it is bo katan's dialogue um yes. and how little little dinjarin is 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 chatting um in in the trailer mm-hmm. um and I think that's probably very much reflective uh, of the series, maybe. The, and I'm not saying that Din is going to be like Boba Fetted in his own show. <laughs> but going to be Bobard. Bobard, yeah, Bobard. Bobard. Um, I, <laughs> reckon, I reckon Bo is going to be a major, major, major part of this series. Um, Mandalore in ruins, mate. Mandalore in ruins. Like, it's it's... That's the sort of visuals I want because I always hated, I always disliked the Mandalore kind of aesthetic and vernacular. I remember you saying this early on. Oh, it's it drives me up the wall, mate. That city, what's it called? I'm Sundari. Sundari, that's it. Thank you, Sundari. It just looked so rubbish. It it looked like something straight out of B Tech Star Trek. You, you know, it just didn't <laughs> I, I look rhymed. Star Warsy, and I felt like mm-hmm. they they still dealt with that design, and they're still playing around with that design I- I- even now. Um, but they have made it a lot more muted, a lot more grounded, and a bit more 
Star Warsy. Um, and I'm glad. I'm really glad they've gone with that because again, like the ruins when Mando's like flying over um, Mandalore, yeah, it, it looks it looks incredible. It looks incredible. Um, I thought even little details in the trailer since since last week that I've noticed, Bo Katan mm-hmm. is looking out of a window and and it's yep. raining on the window, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's obviously a, a, a set that could indeed be in the volume. But I think they're just trying to get a bit more creative with the volume. They're trying to be a bit more creative with their environments and their sets over in California because they have been so reliant on the volume. Um, And I thought the ships looked great. What is it with the Mandalorian (laughs) and ships? The CGI of the ships just looks, it looks like it's in a whole different league to to the other series that we've had, which is frustrating, but it's nice to see that kind of return, a return to form. It's early days, though. It's early days. Matty boy, let me throw it back to you. That's just some things that I've thought about since last week. Um, let me throw it back to you, mate. Um, how are you feeling about this trailer? Do you think it's a good trailer for Mandalorian Season 3? Yeah, and having that extra week to watch it has, uh, like you, given me more insight. I've noticed more things. That scene you mentioned with Bo-Katan looking out through the window and you've got the rain plastering down on the window. Uh, one of the next shots you see Din Djarin. It looks like he's standing in front of her. His helmet is covered in like water and rain. So he's either come from the mines of Mandalore or he's been for a little stroll in the rain. Um, mm. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think, excuse me, I think this is a good trailer. Uh, choking on my tea there i think this is a very good trailer is it the best trailer we've had from uh star wars no i don't think it is but as we always say on the show you know that doesn't necessarily mean anything because we've had certain shows and films which have had like bonkers good trailers but haven't been as good maybe as we'd hope they'd be uh and the thing with the mandalorian for us mega fans is you know we don't i don't need to see everything like i don't need to see Giancarlo Esposito's Moff Gideon. Don't need to see that because we know we're getting him and we know he's with the New Republic. I don't need to see him yet. I don't need to see everything. I just need to get little uh, breadcrumbs, little hints of what we're going to be seeing, which is what we did. We got more bow. We got Mandalore. We saw um, Din and Grogu back together, which I'm sure we'll touch upon as the episode goes on. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we saw saw Grief on Navarro. We got to see the um, evolution of that place. But it was enough for me. It was enough to say, like you said, we're going to be spending time on Mando. This is going to be more about Din Djarin, like redeeming himself or finding himself in one way, shape or form. Yeah. And that's good enough for me. And I mean, that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm so into this show that they could have just showed me a minute of Mando just flying around um, spinning in his N1 because that's a good trick. And I would have been like, this is the best <laughs> thing I've ever seen. This is great. Mando for life. So yeah, what was in yeah. it was enough to get me excited. The new elements yeah. were enough to uh, get me very intrigued. And, you know, see, seeing the old guard, seeing Grief Karga, Pelimoto and the gang, it, it, man, that, that, that is what I love about this show. I've said it since day one of the release or the end of season one that, you know, going back to the old gang is what makes mm. gives me the old mm-hmm. gives me the fuzzies. Season one I love because it feels so small in comparison to season two. I wonder if season three is going to be similar where we're going to focus on a core group of characters and maybe keep the cameos out or are we going to be leading directly into the rise of Skywalker and making this bigger and bigger and bigger? That's what I'm so excited about. And whilst this trailer may not have hinted at that, I didn't need it to. 
It got me excited, though, and that is right. what a good trailer should do. Well, The Mandalorian is kind of um, a self-contained IP, you know. Um, yes. It's exactly that. It's become so famous, so popular, that they can put out a trailer that just doesn't give loads away, gives enough away, and people will eat it up. You know, people will be really, really happy with it. I mean, you look yeah. at the comments, you look at the thumbs up, you look at the, 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 the stats, the data behind this trailer – People love it. People are talking about it. Um, it's a really well-constructed trailer. You mentioned um, Griff Kaga, um, our boy, who <laughs> I've been seeing recently. Mando, who I've been seeing recently because I've been watching the Rocky films. That's which it. is Apollo really cool. Creed himself. Apollo Creed himself. Which one are you um, up to, by the way? Oh, we've finished one and two, so we still need to watch the third one. I think my mm. missus was like, yeah, after Rocky 3, we're pretty much good. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I can see that. wrong, to be honest. I, I, yeah. There's a lot of charm to them. The fifth one is a bit poo. Um, but the one they did in the mid-noughties, which is just called Balboa, I think, or it, that's that's very, that's very mm. good, actually. And the oh, Creed films are good. Really? But- yeah, this is like what Fine. my missus, this is like her Star Wars. And it's taken us yes, long enough to watch early. it, but we got it on Blu-ray, and it's absolutely ace, man. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's um, but the yeah, Greece, it's great seeing it? him. He he looks he looks like tricked out in his garms in this trailer. Dude. He's got this like red coat because when you think about it, when we look at Navarro as a planet, when we visited it in uh, the first season of The Mandalorian, it's kind of run down. Everyone looks you know poor. It looks very grey. And now in season two, they had a skull. You know, there was a lot more law and order there. And now we're looking at like hints of it being quite wealthy and quite established. Um, Very opulent. Yeah, opulent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the the, the Quakian monkey lizards in season one, we were getting like spit roasted on the Albabi, (laughs) on the rotisserie, (laughs) like like a doner kebab. Um, Have you had Mm, a German doner kebab, by the way, yet? Have you been to GDK? I love it. With with the kind of like the waffle panini and all that stuff going on. Yes. Yeah, I have. Oh, my days. And I really like it. Yeah, no, that is class. That place is class. Yeah, they're opening up everywhere, isn't there? They're all over London. Yeah, there's one here. There's one in Lakeside as well at the top in the corner. Yes, there is. Uh, Always worth a visit. Oh, Grease back. Let us know how authentic they are. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Navarro is looking great. So the Quakians are now in the trees. They're in the trees, just yeah, hanging out as free. wildlife. They're free. And it's like, oh, yes, I see. I see what you're doing here, Star Wars. I see what you're doing here, Mando. Very, very, very cool. It's great to see grief. And it's great to see the elephant in the room, I think, out of all of this is just seeing, um, all of the amazing Mando, Mando designs, all the different Mandalorian yeah. armor. Um, on the different guys. I think there's an orange, there's a guy with an orange helmet and he looks, yes, he looks amazing. And you're like, oh mate, this is just cosplayer central, isn't it? It's cosplayer central. It looks fantastic. I just can't, I've got, I've actually got the trailer just kind of on repeat in the corner of my screen right now. Um, because, there's so much visual juice in this trailer and every time every time i'm watching it i th- i think i'm i'm finding different details so i've just got up to the bit it's about a minute and 5 seconds into the trailer 
and uh, the mandos that I'm just talking about with all the cool like designs, they are ju- they're doing that jump out of a ship. It looks like a gunship that's cool. of, of, of yeah, something. Yeah, like a drop ship or a cruise or something. That's a great shot. And that was actually yeah. in the original Star Wars Celebration trailer that was like kind of leaked. And uh, <laughs> but but when, but I don't think the the bird's eye view of that scene um was in the celebration trailer i think that's new what we're what we're seeing now is new and uh i'm pretty sure they are drop shipping or like they're like jetpacking down to navarro so it looked like that because before mm. that you've got grief like you say he's yeah, the amount of sauce on that guy in that moment he's got his red and his gold oh, right. um garms on he's got Tricks his threads on stitches but he's um he looks like he's being surrounded by um clatoonians by trandoshans by weakways as well uh so it looks mm-hmm. like they're either having a power grab or they've come to get some money off grief um every time i see a weakway i think we have, are we going to see hondo hondo one day but uh and again the way it's the way it's edited or the way they're using this material it looks like those mandos might be coming to save griefs um behind which would be cool. And they were the Mandos I mentioned that were featured in a Lego set, uh, which I, um, I've i just been Googling. It's called the Mandalorian Battle Pack. And in this Battle Pack from Lego, there are four Mandos, one with the orange helmet, one with the kind of the white helmet, one with green and one with blue. Uh, and a lot of people have been harking back to that, saying, well, this was released pre-trailer. And people are like, well, these guys look cool. And it turns wow. out that they may be in the mandalorian season three but i but what this means to me though mate to me is din's got some mates either din's calling in some favors or he's found more mandalorians out there i don't know where but it looks like he's bringing these he's, he looks like he's creating his own gang of mandos or do you think they're they're chasing him maybe you know because there seems uh, to be they could be like a renegade seems, bunch there seems to be some tension in the trailer and that's kind of what the the whole trailer is about tension you know bo-katan is saying to grogu what you thought your dad was the only mandalorian Uh, you know there's uh, there's that friction already um mm -hmm. you've got these different ideologies of the mandalorian culture kind of being discussed in the trailer you're seeing different mando armor um and of course you're seeing mandalore in ruins and din is whether he likes it or not right now he is the uh the rightful ruler of mandalore Mm -hmm. and so which doesn't show up in the trailer either no it doesn't no it doesn't it -hmm. doesn't actually so that kind of makes you think but we know he has it to start with what if they've heard of this guy what if they've heard of like dinjarin from death watch or whatever clan, whatever sect children is from. Watch or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Children of Watch, yeah. And they're like, that's you are the chosen one. You are the leader. Like, we're here to follow you. Like, something like that. That might be really spicy. That, all yeah, of the possibilities that. are really cool for storytelling here, you know? And that's, that's why this trailer's doing its job, I think. Mm. Well, that's on your point there. That sounds fit, because on one hand, they could be there thinking... <laughs> you are the ruler of Mandalore, you know, we are therefore in your service and we will follow you. Or they could be like, we don't believe you're the ruler of Mandalore because you belong to that cult, as Bo-Katan says, and maybe they've come to challenge yep. him. 
but in the trailer, he looks like he's standing kind of side by side with them and potentially they're coming in to save gr- grief, maybe, and also Mando. But there is, there is the possibility of that with, with, um, great Mando comes great potential for dark saber action or, mm. uh, a power grab. But we know mm-hmm. Bo-Katan, mm-hmm. obviously she's sitting on a throne. I don't know where she is, but possibly Mandalore. Yeah, she obviously wants Mandalore? the dark saber. I think, I think she is. I, th- I think she is somewhere on Mandalore. I think that I think she's being very pointed in, in being on Mandalore as if to say, you know, what it, look, it doesn't matter what they did to this place. I'm still going to rule it. I'm still going to, you know, bring it back to its former glories. I think that's where she's going to be. And it looks like at one point they might be in the, the living mines, the living Kate waters underneath Mandalore. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly mm-hmm. Din and Grogu are. And it also looks like Bogotan might be with them. So I'm, I'm not going to say we as in everyone, but I know a lot of people, including me, have assumed that Bo-Katan will be the antagonist, will be the baddie of the series because she wants the Darksaber and she's going to challenge Din. But maybe she won't be. Maybe that will be the tension, like you say. Maybe there will be tension, but maybe something will happen or maybe where, where she realises Din you know, isn't a bad dude or he was just in with the wrong crowd or that he is. Yeah, maybe this guy is the, the person to lead us. Maybe that will yeah. happen and, you know, there'll be that begrudging acceptance or maybe there won't. And maybe she'll, maybe she'll lead him along the garden path. And then in the last episode of the season, maybe she'll try and make a power grab, which I think would actually be pretty spicy if that were to happen, a proper heel turn. But, um, but that's the thing about She's... this trailer is it sets up the opportunities, mate, doesn't it? But doesn't yeah. give you anything like potent to work with. Yeah, no, definitely, mate. Because, well, Bo- Bo-Katan's never been, like, your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, has she? She's no. she She's someone to be reckoned with, really. And you Bo-Katan's always Bo-Katan's a bit that- naughty. Yes, she's a bit naughty, mate. She's a bit spicy, <laughs> bit cheeky. And uh, I think she, Katie Sackhoff, does a really, really good job of portraying that, uh, particularly in Mando season two you're like yes. okay she's a goodie but is that mm. only because she's getting something out of it and it's like well yeah. yeah and i think you even see that at the um in 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 the finale in the season two finale when boba and mando in that like sort of canteen a cantina and um Koska, Koska is there with bo katan and there's this kind of back and forth back and forth between them Bo's like not stepping in and going no hang on guys like let's uh you know she's uh, she's okay with uh with boba getting bullied poor bloke here's a question (laughs) do do, do you think boba fett will turn up in this in this season season three uh wouldn't it be funny we turned up and had his own episode (laughs) took one (laughs) you you took one of mine man or i'll take one of yours um no i think he will do i think i think they've established with the book of Boba fett that um, i think they've established that this kind of thing will happen and that crossovers will happen will we see ahsoka tano again or anyone Mm. from the ahsoka series because that series will be coming out not a million months after mando season three wouldn't it be cool if we saw sabine wren i.e. a Mandalorian, mm. but I think they would save oh. that for Ahsoka. I think they would, but it depends. If, if this is a, a connected universe, we could see Sabine Wren. But I, again, I think they're saving uh, Natasha Lubordizzo for Ahsoka first, and then maybe Mando season four. But I think we could see 
Boba Fett. Again, that they, there's precedence for it. I don't see why we wouldn't. And if if Mando is collecting a group of Mando Mandems, who why wouldn't mm-hmm. you want the muscle of Boba Fett? Because now that his book is closed, book of Boba Fett. He doesn't want to be, oh, oh, after all that time of wanting to be a crime lord, he's jacked that in straight away now. So he's just out there with um, Fennec Shand. What are they doing? Did he know? Where, where are they he, off to? I, I always took that Boba Fett ending as like, he's just, he was almost like kidding. I don't know. Oh, Do you think he's just give us a season in? two or something? Think so. I think it's like an open, it's an open book. Oi, oi. It's a cliffhanger. It's a a hung cliff, mate. It's a hung cliff. And uh, (laughs) that cliff is hung. (laughs) They're waiting to see. They're waiting to see kind of what what they do with Boba. Because, yeah, I think Boba's going to be involved in these future TV Mandoverse stories. Um, Because I think all of these characters are going to turning up here and there i i I was Mm. even thinking this today i don't think we've seen the last luke skywalker at all really i don't think we've seen the last yeah i think so and i and i think he's gonna uh keep tabs just a little bit here and there on grogu that's what that would make sense it would make Mm -hmm. sense yeah it would make sense and i think I, i don't think they'll make a big deal out of it i think it would just be kind of in the background and um did you hear about comic con footage? Did you hear about that Mandalorian comic con footage? I'm San racking Diego. my brains. I ah. no, I don't. I don't think so. I know they. Uh, I know that they. This trailer was shown, I think, or around that time. But I don't know about any footage. What if you were? Uh, have you heard something? Yeah, yeah, I have. So again, I, I only found this out today online, and you know what online's like. Like you know, it's it's been busy. Yeah. It's been busy, and 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 today's been a busy day for me. So I've not even been able to verify this. But I heard that there was a different version of this trailer played at Comic Con. So it had a few scenes of one in it, but then mm-hmm. there were some other scenes that we, we, we've not seen that was played at San yeah, Diego. Yeah, actually, might be right actually. Because there's a yeah. scene, because because as we mentioned, yeah, we we saw the leaked trailer, the one on the one on the phone, which is at a funny angle. Celebration, yeah, yeah. Sorry, celebrate. And there is a scene of of Bo-Katan on the throne. It looks like she's literally on the throne at one point, um, sort of leaning yes, forward correct. in the chair, which isn't correct. in this trailer. Now, That's a different trailer. Uh, again, exactly different trailer, yeah, different footage. So I don't know. I can't remember that trailer off by heart San- because it was a really naff footage, but. Yeah. You wouldn't, I wouldn't. You wouldn't be wrong in thinking that because there are so, scenes omitted. Yeah, I'm. Pre- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there was a San Diego trailer. Um, well, that's mm-hmm. what I've heard today. And now I've read it. I'm like, oh, hang on, is that familiar? Did I see that on Twitter at some point? Did Bespin talk about it? I don't know. Um, because again, <laughs> I, you know, I don't want it all to be spoiled for me. I, I tried to avoid. Yeah, no. Those spaces but in this instance someone said in the san diego trailer there is a scene and there's loads of imperial like star destroyers being built i was like oh oh oh, that's interesting and i wonder because basically moff gideon um to effectively took back control of mandalore right no one's living on mandalore it is like yeah, yeah what yeah. does um what does the armorer say she says it's like cursed or something right she says she it's says, cursed and boba says mm. they turned it to glass mm-hmm. yeah and they kind of did and i think during the reign of the empire 
Um, they decimated Mandalore, the the Imperials, the Empire, and they they extracted all of the Beskar from it because that is yep. where Beskar is from. It's native to Mandalore, and uh, I'm pretty sure that right now, canonically, um, Moff Gideon and his lads were back on Mandalore extracting Beskar. And they've only kind of just recently left it. And so maybe they're taking the Beskar, they're taking resources from Mandalore to now rebuild an Imperial Navy. Um, and I wonder if that kind of plays into this show. I, I, I think this series is a big series. And I think this series, in particular se- Series 3, Season 3 of Mandalorian, is very much going to lean into, okay, we're now getting into the inevitable big galaxy-wide you know, galaxy stuff. While yeah. you've kind of got this Mando who is kind of reluctant about all of that, he doesn't really want to be involved in any of that. He's a cowboy. He's the lone gunman with a wolf, so it- with a little cub, with his Grogu. That's all he's interested in. But I think in 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 this instance, it's it's. <sighs> I can't think of a better word, but it's like fate. It's like destiny that Mando is being involved in all of this political drama and big scale Mm -hmm. stuff, because I think that's the goal of this series is to fill in all of these storytelling gaps between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. I think that's going to be really fun to see. So yeah, no, it will be mate. Mm. The sequel trilogy, I don't care what anybody says is ripe for storytelling potential and exploration especially this side of it obviously the other side of episode nine that is the wild west and we've got no idea but between six and seven yeah you know they set up things here and there with these shows and other stuff as well that um, they can jump off but there is still the entirety of that gap to explore and what better place to do it than in the mandalorian and then potentially in ahsoka as well a skeleton crew wouldn't it be cool if skeleton oh, yeah. crew in that they kind of maybe what's this maybe maybe they can uncover a map that leads to somewhere called Exego when it gets destroyed obviously they can't do that but you know my, my line of thinking is that these are kind of like nods and hints here and there but there's a there's a scene in this it, it, it isn't an easter egg it isn't like that but mando walks past a structure i think it's in on mandalore but it looks a bit like the emperor's throne on Exegol, that kind of massive kind of like um, lotus flower design. Now, I don't think that, and I, well, I'm pretty much 100% sure that is nothing to do with Exegol or, or even anything more than a visual nod. But since the first time I saw it, I did pause it and think, oi, oi. But no, it's, it's, it's nothing to do with that. But it was in my head like a fun little what if. But of course, mate, we're talking sequel trilogy. We do get the Anzellan Droid Smith. We do get Babu Frick's brother or sister or mate or cousin or whatever. Um, so we get a little Anzellan who, who first appeared in the rise of Skywalker. Yes. Wouldn't it be cool again, spitballing here. Wouldn't it be cool if in order to meet that fella, they had to go to Kojimi, which we saw in the rise oh, of Skywalker. Wouldn't that be fun? I'm here for it. I'm here See? for it. Glue it all together. Glue it all together, please please mm. soak me in the glue soak me in the glue and uh let me drown Sticky in it please yeah. <laughs> yeah gorilla glue oh mate all of this stuff though it's just doing all the right things it's doing all the right things it's so good oh so good <laughs> and, just like, and i can't believe when you think about it the mandalorian season two came out in december 2020 
and uh, yeah we're getting it now oh here's a question this leads me to my next point and i'm, I'm a bit all over the place tonight but i'm i'm fun it's yeah. pretty fun isn't it it's, it's pretty fun it. it's, tra- it's an exciting it's trailer could, it's like a podcast isn't it basically ba- pubcasts yes patreon.com forward slash star wars <laughs> sessions um you know what mate a Star Wars celebration. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they said that Mandalorian season three was coming out in February 2023. Uh, that's right? the date I've been rolling with in my head. Yeah, they didn't say that in this trailer. They just said no, streaming next 2023. year. Yep. Next year. Well, they've they've pushed the um, the bad lad, sad mad uh, rad batch back to January which is going to be 16 episodes, which is yeah. going to be four months, which mm, is going to finish mm. in what, April, May time. I think, I don't think they'd have any worries about putting both of them out at the same time, but you say celebration, it finishes just in time for them to play the first two episodes at Star Wars celebration in London of the Mandalorian season three. I think they do will think do, if, do if they're not they'll going to put it out at the same time as the bad batch, I think mm. they'll do a Kenobi. I think it will be, if you're in the room, and you've got one of these wristbands, come and watch Mando season two, or they'll just show it for the people in the room, the f- at least the first episode, uh, if not the first two. Uh, the, m- the more I think about it, the more it, that is what is going to happen. Again, I know I know nothing, but the Bad Batch being moved to January, four, four months, you know, one, four, 16 episodes, four weeks, four, four weeks in a month, four times four, 16, brings you up to April, mate. It would when is, make sense um, that they're going to have a big, a big Mando push at celebration too, big boy. Yeah, yeah. When's um, uh, Ahsoka meant to be coming out? That's next uh, year, right? After is that, that just like, summer, <laughs> summer yeah, next I year think, or something? I think that's going to be like maybe like Andor time this year, like maybe September, August, September of next year is going to be Ahsoka. Because let's assume Mando is eight episodes. It's that we know it. Uh, we, let's think it open. Let's just assume that it starts in April. By the end of June, uh, yep. By the end of June, early July, that'll be finished, and then you know, give them give them two months or so to wallow in the victory of Mando before being like, "Oh, you liked that? Here's the other character you love, Ahsoka, along with mm-hmm. all of the Rebels gang." Uh, maybe I wonder what Zeb would look like in live action. That would be uh, hilarious with his big nuclear yellow eyes. But um, they'd make it look cool, though, right? You just know they'd make so. it look really, really cool. Carabast. Yeah, yeah, I think they would. I think they would. I yeah, no, I think they would. Star Wars Rebels. I go back to watch it every now and then, and now knowing that those guys are going to be in this timeline in what is being called the Mandoverse, that we could have Mando hanging out with Chopper, and it's like that cantankerous old droid. Chopper would wind up Mando a treat. Mando and Sabine would be a nice um, d- dynamic between them. Again, one grumpy, yep. the other, um, well, Sabine is a whole bunch of emotions and feelings. So that would be great. Mando hair, man, come on, come on, that would be great. What's um, to love? But it, it, next mm. year is going to be so dirty. But, um, this trailer, though, my friend, um, Pedro mm. Pascal, he said at Celebration that the new season, season three, would be action, spectacle, and surprises. Now we can't really talk about surprises based on this trailer because not really any. But did this trailer give you that impression that we're going to get action and spectacle? Yeah, I do. I do. But I I kind of expect that from The Mandalorian, you know, and that goes back to my initial point about this show is that it's it's almost earned its own IP. You know, it's it's earned its own yep. name, you know, among the big uh, among the big boys in Hollywood. 
you know we're talking at the moment about rings of power house of the dragon mm. um and now andor and they're all new they're all new shows the mandalorian already feels a bit more like a veteran it feels like a veteran show and it's like right, yeah this yeah. is one of the biggest shows of this kind of era and yeah. uh it does a very good job it uh, at doing that and and retaining that title retaining that reputation you know i just can't get over that lego thing you said that lego pack i can't You've believe those mandos are the exact same I'm, yeah yeah yeah. i googled it when you mentioned i was like what yeah. that's crazy i, that's I saw it on twitter i mean twitter is good for some things i suppose and i saw it on there and i was like mm. surely not and i looked I was like it's it would seem that they are the same which is crazy um but you know, some, well, it's not. It wouldn't be the first time like a Lego leak has uh, come out and um, preempted the shows. Star Wars likes to give us trailers and teasers from the first few episodes of a of a show. You know, they really yes. like to do that. You're not usually seeing like the the, the second half of 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 a show in a, in its uh, promotional material. And um, already, when you're looking at this, and when you compare it to the other trailers, you're seeing that this show has naturally got larger. You know, it has a larger cast. Um, whether the, you know, we've spoken about Bo Katan. Whether you're talking about Bo Katan, when you're talking about um, Pelimoto, grief um the the all of the creatures in it the locations they're all characters right all of them are R5 characters in D4. Their own right. right okay now we're getting on to something else so r5 is now in the naboo starfighter isn't it yeah. at one point he's during some kind of battle or skirmish he's in it yeah now do you I, i've but, seen some people kind of do the eye roll at that and they've gone, oh, really? Because we see, we see R5 with Pele Motto, don't we? So, it, yes, we- you know, on paper, it all makes sense. And do you know what? I, you know, my auntie, the casual fans who love the Mandalorian, yep. my sister-in-law, um, like, you know, is she going to be bothered or notice the R5 thing? No. She won mm-hmm. in a million years. She, she would not get that. She wouldn't see that, 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 that yeah, connection. The geeks, though, it's a little nod. For some geeks, they're like, "That's too on the nose." Does it bother you? What do you think? Well, we we know from Mando season one and two, and now three, but certainly the first two that Peli and the Jawas get on very well in some cases, famously. But we know they have that um, connection, that bond, uh, professionally and personally. We also know from A New Hope that when R five had this bad motivator, he went back on that Jawa ship. So it stands to reason that, you know, they've, the Jawas have got a droid. Peli Motto is, is in and around the area. She's working. Mando takes place, what, nine years after A New Hope. She said she's never left the planet before yeah. in the Boba Fett episode. So why wouldn't she come into contact with a droid on the back of a, uh, a sand crawler? Yeah, she would do. So that, in yeah, that true. sense, no, it doesn't true. bother me because we know that she has an established relationship with them. Of course, you can look at it and be like, oh, it's that one who blew up from a new hope and R makes the galaxy smaller. I don't think this is the instance of doing that. There are some uh, instances where that can happen and has happened throughout animated and streaming series. But I don't think this is really one of them, to be honest. If anything, it's when, when you watch a new hope now, hopefully you can be like, I know where you go on to be mate. And hopefully you're going to be a hero of the new Republic R5. So if anything, it, it makes new hope that little bit fruitier 
you know, see an R5 and knowing where he goes. But does it does it make it smaller for you? Does it kind of make you think, mm. oh, I wish it was another droid? Yes and no. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm that bothered by it, though. I think it's like when I see other people talking about it and getting bothered by it, I'm like, oh, well, that's a shame that it's like det- it, it detracts from the trailer, it tra- detracts from how good this show looks and how good this story is, you know, but uh, it, for some people, they will absolutely adore it, won't they? And so in that regard, no, I'm not that bothered by it. I'm not that bothered. You know, in this yeah. trailer, Matty Boy, um, I'm pretty sure Bo-Katan says the word like fractured, you know, like Mandalore is yes. fractured, you know, where were she you says, when? Uh, she says, your cult fractured our people. Where were you then? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, um, I think once again, <laughs> that is a reference. <laughs> once again, that is a reference to her wanting to unite the Mandalorian people, unite the Mandalorian race and mm-hmm. uh, bring them home, come back home, you know, come back home to, to Mandalore. And uh, that kind of begs the question of where the Mandalorians were and where Mandaloria, when, where Mandaloria where Mandalore yeah. was, <laughs> Mandaloria. We should call it that instead. That maybe that would be like a perfume. Mandaloria. That's what it'd be called <laughs> if it was uh, Tolkien. Mandaloria. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Man- Mandalore. Yeah. So where, where where were they during the sequel trilogy? You know what what were they doing during the sequel? You know? Yeah. 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 And, and you know if- where they were during the siege of Mandalore, and that was they was off on Concord Dawn, but you know past Mando. Yeah. Right. Where were yeah, they? Yeah, because it, on paper, um, Mandalore has been kind of like a superpower, you know, throughout history. Yes. And obviously, during the Clone Wars, they were they were neutral because they were a pacifist um, society. They were a pacifist mm-hmm. pa- uh, planet, and Under, like you um, said, this sect. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So this sect, who is Bo-Katan's sister, right? Older yes. sister. Yeah. Yes. So under um, that rule. Um, yeah, they were all hunky dory. Now, what Bo Katan wants to do is go back to kind of basic. She wants to go back to the ancestral sort of militant Mandalore that is, that is a superpower. Now that the yes. empire has gone, now that the new republic is, you know, from a certain point of view, not very good, not really efficient. Um, mm-hmm. there's maybe a power vacuum and Bo Katan probably wants to exploit that. Uh, and she, believes that the empire are out and doing their own thing you know she's yep. seen it happen um unlike the new republic new republic are already a little bit blind to that and we know that from yeah, stuff like bloodline right yeah yeah from so good look at that canon canon junkie nice one yeah there we go thanks mate thought oh, that's my bit I'm for sure. the year that's my canon reference <laughs> for the year <laughs> bloodline's a good book <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's interesting um, how when when you think of it like that, you know, what were these guys doing doing during the sequels? You know, were they uh, pacifists again? Were they neutral? Or what I'm leaning to mm. right now was yeah. were they just non-existent? Was there not were really a Mandalorian? Yeah, was there not really a, nas- a, a nationalist sort of? mandalorian movement you know and this is all really interesting these are all questions i want answered and so the mandalorian as a show i think is in a really good space to to answer that all in all maybe i thought this was a tremendous trailer tremendous and i'm so excited for it it looks great 
looks great maybe you could have um din jar in 30 years on an island really annoyed doesn't want to join the fight anymore against the the first first order and he can call it the last mando they haven't done that before oh no oh that's the last jedi but i like that film so i'd love for them to redo that with the mando but yeah these guys could be gone by the time of the sequels there has been nothing about mandalore Mm, from mm-hmm. well from this point on they are they are writing the history of the mandalorians with this show because there's nothing after that but yeah you mentioned earlier on about the, t- the planet being turned to glass the uh the curse of mandalore and i think that's why i think bogatan is on she's she's on the planet of mandalore that's where she is based to prove a point that yeah no no you, you look at that there is there is still life here we can we can restore this planet to its former glories um so i think that's where she is uh, but other than that, yeah, the, the trailer had some other, you know, had Dr. Pershing's in there the, and Casey mm. O'Brien. She's back, the Imperial officer. Dr. Mm-hmm. Pershing looking a bit like Kay from Blade Runner 2049 in that coat. There's a scene with fireworks going off. I don't know where that is, but it looks cool. And we get to see Grogu in hyperspace, you know, hang. All right, kid, hang on. You ready for an adventure? Brilliant trailer line. But if you go back and have a look at that scene, it looks like Mando's asleep in the sh- in the cockpit. And I don't know if I'm joking or not, because if you look at it, his head's kind of like slumped to one side. Um, I don't know why that is, but if you, I, I noticed that on like the, the 16th time today of watching it, that, you know, Grogu's watching hyperspace and Mando looks like he's kind of like leaning more to one side as if he's either asleep or, or wounded or something or, or dead. But um, I, I just thought that was very, very fun to notice. It might just be my eyes, but he kind of looked like he was, unless he was just kind of trying to look around Grogu's ears but I noticed that, and um, that's a really the guy good. Who's n- yeah. Can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know if it means anything. He might just be looking around his like ears, but he just keep, looks slumped. Looks like he's sleeping on the train, like when you're on the train <laughs> late, late yes, back it. from London, and you're kind of like lent up against yeah. the glass. Like, oh, uh, you've got forty minutes left. I'm on the I'm on the yeah. slow train. I'll have a kip, but um, yeah. and the last thing, pretty much from me, other than to say this trailer looks dirty was the guy who's not in the trailer uh moff gideon giancarlo esposito mm-hmm. at a recent event he said you know he basically said this is off the, the scale you are not ready for mando season three and when asked about moff gideon's role in it he all he said twice was long live the empire long live the empire he said that is all you need to know Long oh, live he's the so Empire. Corny. And Giancarlo is oh, the coolest <laughs> dude in the world. He's one of the best villains ever. He's such a cool yeah. dude. But, mate, long live the Empire. The Empire are coming back. Bogotan wants to bring Mandalore back. The Imperial Remnant is desperate to claim power again. Let's not count them out. It's going to be a big season, but I do think we're going to be focusing more on Din than maybe we were in the last season. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, maybe. I think, yeah, I so. think you could well, be right. I yeah. think you could be right. Final thoughts yeah. for me. I thought it was great, mate. I can't wait. Very solid trailer. I'm assuming you're not going to change your mind at the last minute and say it's naff. <laughs> if if it debuts at Star Celebration next year in London in April 2023, which now doesn't fit, feel crazy far away, does it? Like seven months, not long. Oh yeah yeah just thinking about that like someone the other day was like no um yeah i think early early was talking about um star Wars celebration and i was like oh yeah that was in may that was a 
that was a while ago. That was a f- good few months ago. So five four months, months four nearly months, yeah. five. So um, yes, mate, very, very excited. Listen, if we are watching it there all as a bunch of geeks together, then bring it on. Just please, please, please stream it. Just stream it to everyone else. Stream it to everyone else. Or if there's panels, stream it to the YouTube um, Star Wars Celebration, Star Wars Show live coverage, you know. Because do you remember we did that? We got together the Mando Plus panel. Yep. Here yep. in Essex. And we were like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get some Long Burger Manor. King and we'll, uh, we'll watch the Mando Please. Plus panel together. And like the time, the time had come. And there were like these Tuscan guys on the fan stage, like talking about their <laughs> costumes, which are really cool. But we were like, right. Yeah, we were like, we were like group, maybe they're running like late. Maybe they're running late. No, no, mate. We were like, I've been looking forward to this, and it was just a like a a troop of people harmonising and choral sing, choral singing, and we're like, what is going on? And then uh, we were ready to react to all that stuff. We were ready to give our thoughts and drop our celebration reaction, like we told everyone we would. But celebration said, "Nah, don't fancy that." Here is here's some Tuscan Raiders singing and dancing and talking about their costumes, which is very cool. But I think a lot of people would have preferred the uh, Mandalorian panel, but um, yeah, having seen this trailer, mate, for me, this is very much a case of this is the way for you. This is the way. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, AKA Ezra Bridger. And you're listening to star Wars sessions, probably Britain's greatest star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. Yes, my man. Mando Season 3. We've still got to wait a little while before we get that good stuff. However, we've got to wait no time before we can have a little drink in our favourite dusty drinking hole with the Bantina. We're here, we're outside, but the only question that remains is, Lukey boy, shall we? Let's do it. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Obviously, give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Parkell and Sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yeah, yeah, it's biceps like Beskar that man has got. Yes, we are here in the band, Tina. As we do each week, we sit down with the greatest listeners in the galaxy, which is you lot. And we have a couple of Kef beers, sequel trilogy reference whilst getting your thoughts on our main discussion. And this week, we asked for your thoughts and hype levels, having now seen the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. You know what I'm going to say, Lukey boy. They came in strong. Yes, they did. We got some great comments all across the spectrum. Um, Our boy... Eve Evangel says this. I was lucky enough to get into both panels in Anaheim and see the longer and even longer version of this short teaser. See, I wasn't even 100% sure that was a thing. I didn't know there was a, like, it, there Eve's was our two? man on the ground, wasn't he? What? <laughs> so that's how it kind of it feels like we were left behind a little bit you know oh man um with mandalorian they had a hit the question now is uh can they walk the line between sticking to what works and play it safe until it becomes boring and fizzles out like other series and trying something new and expanding on it without losing the casual viewer 
I feel like season one was pretty much standalone and season two required more knowledge of canon and legends. The trailer looked awesome, but there is danger of over fan servicing and over serving Easter eggs and cameos that distract from the core story and what made the Mandalorians successful as much as I love seeing them throwing in R5 and such already makes the universe smaller rather than bigger in my honest opinion. Yeah. Ooh. Now, I started off with that that comment because it's like it's positive but there's still some like thoughts about, you know. Yep. Yeah, there's some cr- there's some minor criticism there and some and some um cautious optimism that's kind of what i'd describe it as right that's that's fair mm-hmm. to say yeah, yeah, I would say so, yeah and we try and go into every series like that right i think actually we're mm-hmm. pretty good at that well you know we can't help it get hyped up at these trailers and yeah. stuff but you know we want to be excited only, but we want to keep yeah. our feet as firmly on the ground as possible and kind of open our mind to the fact that you know it may not be great or it may be it may uh, sway from what we want but if that's the case that's just the way it is and we're not going to complain too much about it or we will but we'll get over it yes yes um moving on uh igor borievich says i want more (laughs) i want more (laughs) (laughs) but i should i was doing uh flipping oliver more is there more please sir gonna have some more yeah, that's that's Igor at the moment. He's just little Igor, Oliver what a lad. with his bowl of bowl of porridge. <laughs> Igor, that was more Carlo Ren. Uh, yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Uh, Alex Thank Jessup, you. mind out. He might punch your granddad round the gob. He says, "I don't think I'm going to be able to cope." I mean, hello, a tree full of Kuwaitian monkey lizards. Yeah, see, he gets it. He gets it. Uh, Rebel Mando Maya says, "So epic." I had a feeling we would be going back to Mandalore. So excited, especially for Bo-Katan versus Mando for the Dark Saber. Well, you know, will there? Will there be? Will there be a fight between them? Uh, and yeah. Jamie Richards says. I liked all the helmets. Jamie gets That's it. it. He also That's said on Facebook he likes <laughs> the shiny helmets. So, uh, Jamie, we know what you like, mate, and Mando is going to service you. But so, no, some some interesting <laughs> oh. comments there, mate. Again, is Bo-Katan going to be the baddie? Somebody yeah. thinks so, but who knows? Jay, Jay um, Mansion, just, he, I'll, I'll add this. He says, because he's collecting, lad. he says, buzzing for Black Series repaints of every flavour Mando. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah this is yes. this is just like a license it's a license to print money in it but i'll buy them i'll be like yes mandos i'm i'm here for it i love it so yeah anyway what have we got elsewhere on the internet uh mate mate boy uh we have got uh, empire toys 1138 said massive hype uh, i think dinjarin is going to be torn torn he between his loyalty towards the armorer and bogatan of course the armorer is prominently in a voice role in this trailer uh, with the added weight of other Mandalorians looking at him for guidance as the Mandalore. All this while keeping Grogu safe. Uh, TH Solomon, uh, season three looks like it will be great, just like the other seasons. Andrew Sheard, it looks really good. See an old boy R5D4 getting in on the N1 mm. Starfighter action. He looks like he's absolutely bricking it. Uh, Jacob Lusk said it got me pumped to see more of the Mandalorian culture post OT. Plus, always good to see more of Bogotan. I just hope they do her justice. Uh, Jimmy Adams, mm. Tang, the King of Kansas. Looks great. Love seeing places only viewed in animation come alive for this show. Mandalore looks really cool. Going to be the best yet. And Jamie Richards, I like the shiny helmets. 
So again, <laughs> mostly positive going on here. You know, but, but about Jay Manchin's comment, mate. You know me. Uh, I, we say this. We're not collector collectors, but I'm telling you now. If they do release a line of, you know, season three miscellaneous Mandalorians, I would love them. I'd even take them out of the box mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just have yeah. them lined up because that's the kind of thing where it would just look cool. You've got Mando in front of them. I agree. And then you've got like three or four or five just different, um, uh, what they call color schemed Mandos behind them. I think that would look great as a little kind of just something in the corner of your little if, of your front room or in, in the shelving unit. Well, I think it's such a timeless design, isn't it? That kind of Mandalorian helmet, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. and I, I, I think um, the uh, awkwardly named behind the helmet documentary uh, that came out uh, December last year was it? December? Uh, I think it was, or December January time. Yeah. Mm. That was ace, though. That that kind of and the design just looks new. Yeah, I remember thinking yeah. that when we were seeing like promotional material for Attack of the Clones, and like um, back in two thousand two, or maybe even two thousand one, and yes. uh, like you'd see Django, like Django, Django. fan. You're thinking, man, like this this stuff just it looks timeless, and obviously the it clone looks super cool well. armor. It absolutely, and the clone trooper armor was based on Mandalorian armor. Yes, and. Uh, well, the phase one uh, in particular, but uh, oh, mate, it, it, it is just an absolute joy to see. So, yeah, mate, uh, lots of really positive comments on this trailer. Really excited for it. Really excited to see more of it. I, I don't think we're going to see any more Mando stuff for a while now. You know, like this is it. I think we're an Andor season and I think we're going to it's going to be pff, next year. Maybe sometime during like the the holidays. I, I don't know. Holidays. Um, holidays. Yeah. So yeah, exciting stuff though, mate. Exciting stuff. Yeah, I think you're right. We got um, we've got we're, we're like I say we're, we're living in in uh, you know, world. We've got Tales yeah. of the Jedi coming. We've got Star Wars Visions coming. You know, Lucasfilm got enough on their plate right now. Mandalore Mandalorian. Uh, you know, I, I'm loath to say it sells itself, but it sells itself. They can hold off now for a few months yeah. until we get to like the holidays or start of next year. But yeah, positive comments pretty much all across the board there. If for if for whatever reason you you are you did like this trailer, but you didn't see our social post, obviously do get in touch with us. We'll give those deets at the end of the show. We'd love to hear a differing opinion. However, that is going to be that now for this part of the band team if we didn't get to any of your comments right now please do continue to send them in to us and we'll do everything we can to get you featured on an upcoming edition of the bantina for extra content go to patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions you know it's gonna be so good best podcast best podcast Best podcast. That's right. It's the but about Buntina spicier section. It's the Patreon questions part. Um, and to kick us off is Tubular Tommy, and he asks, <laughs> Tubular, once again, you're a civilian in the Star Wars galaxy with your choice of era, home planet, and occupation. Run me through your ideal Friday in the galaxy leading into the weekend. So, Matty boy, uh, what are you saying about old Tommy's shaky question there, mate? 
tubular. Um, so I'm a civilian in the galaxy. Um, the High Republic seems pretty opulent, so I think I'd probably get away with that. Uh, and most places would be pretty safe. Don't really think that'd be an issue. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be pretty safe here, though, my friend. I'm gonna be pretty boring with my response because genuinely, when people ask if I could be transported to the GFFA, what part would I like to go to and what era? It's the prequel era. It's Attack of the Clones era. I'm gonna spend my day. I'm gonna be a speeder mechanic on Coruscant, uh, getting my hands grubby, getting a bit oil, getting a bit greasy, getting a bit filthy. Wait, Afterwards, I'm gonna head to Dex's diner for a bit of nosh. Have a nice bit of um, greasy deck oh. scrub. <laughs> Go home for a quick shower. And then I'm going to head out to the Uscrew Entertainment District for a night out. I'm going to go to the Outlander Club for some of those glowing blue drinks. Some shenanigans. Going to chuck up some really bad chat-up lines. Um, are you an angel? Let's see how far that gets me. But, um, yeah, my, no, mine would be Attack of the Clones era, um, down the bottom of Coruscant, and my j- day job would be I would just be like a, an every, a handyman. I'm just going to fix up your speeder and I'm going to go and have a few beers after work, basically. So that's me on a Friday night in the galaxy. What about yourself, my friend? Uh, you know, there's that alien in The Last Jedi at the end. You know, there's the kids playing and they're like speaking in the yes. alien language. And then there's that's the alien one, who's yeah. big, looks a bit like a pig, but like... I can't think not, of his name, but, but yes. Yeah, and uh, he's like... Rrr, rrr, rrr. That's basically it, mate, Tubular. I'm going to be that alien, and I'm going to be bullying <laughs> some young kids. I'm going to be like some other Star Wars fans on Twitter who bully kids for, <laughs> for liking Luke you sound like a YouTuber in The Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here it comes, here it comes. Oh, oh, yeah, go on, have a drink. Execution that all over that. Yeah, good, well executed uh, joke, I think, actually. Come on. Right, yeah. Mm. That was a very good joke, my friend. So I suppose that'd be that. sequel era. Sequel era, crate. And um, bomb. yeah, bully, bullying young children. <laughs> <laughs> For loving so Luke Skywalker. Ideal, ideal Friday night, really. But you know. Sounds like a laugh, if anything. But, you know, going to not gonna have the tv on because of sabbath and everything so i'm joking i'm done it's too far right anyway my bad uh, great question tommy we like we like a bit of banner you know on the show so thank you very much for sending that in what's up next matty boy yeah nice one to be tubular give us your answer mate and everyone listening give us your answer for your perfect friday uh in the galaxy far far away what's your job where you living what's the era what's your friday looking like are you being like luke or are you being like me? Uh, let us know. Uh, moving on now, we've got the, the King of Wales, now uh, the King of France, Matt Bell, Matthew Bell. And I'm, I can't re- in my head, I'm reading this in his voice, but I'll read it in mine. He says, Hiya, fellas and fellow session sickheads. The history of storytelling is a history of tales being recycled, renewed and reused. George Lucas made no secret of the influence of Joseph Campbell in his work, as well as morphing the story from Akira Kurosawa's The Hidden Fortress into the story for A New Hope. Everywhere you look, be it in the galaxy far, far away or anywhere else, these same stories get reused generation after generation. All of this gets me onto my question. What story would you like to reuse within Star Wars, be it from cinema, stage, literature, television, folklore or anywhere else? For me, Matt says, I think Oscar Wilde's The Picture of Dorian Gray would be a pretty great tale to adapt. Can't wait to hear yours. Mm. Keep it spicy. 
What a mm. question that is. And this is a problem I face because I watch lots of films and that. And it's some of, most, some of the stories are very similar, but it's what you, it's what you do to differentiate. So, uh, Lukey Boy, what story from seemingly any medium would you like to take and use as a template for a Star Wars? Yeah, well, um, I think we even mentioned it in our Return of the Jedi um, breakdown video, which, by the way, I'm going to see... I'm going to see Return of the Jedi in concert at the Royal Albert Hall this Sunday. And I'm... Don't I can't make believe me it. jealous. I know. I'm sorry, mate. I'm so, so sorry. But I will be... Yeah, that is that might be as well another greatest night ever sort of thing. This week is turning out to be a proper spicy one. So, yeah, of course, um, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? It's a proper Star Damn. Wars week. Poor, poor Arley, eh? But um, Arley. there we go. We love it. Kids love it. Um, Matthew, this is Super a really, really, you. really 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 cracking question mate really cracking question the other week i said about vader is kind of the typical um prodigal son sort of redemption um story and i think that's one of the reasons why i love it so much is that even people that seemingly do bad things or maybe just plain bad people can still be capable of good things and even great things and um one of the, I think an arc that would be really, really um, good in Star Wars, and we, we see it a lot in Clone Wars, it's a simple one, actually, but I don't think we've seen it as much in live action, um, is simple, yeah, David and Goliath. Um, you know, a, a, a lad who hasn't really got a lot of military training, um, who shepherds like a flock, you know, and yeah, throws yeah. the stone at a giant, right? Bang, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think, and obviously you can use a lot of metaphors for that, but I would like to see a real sort of reimagination of that. You know, a protagonist, maybe a young lad, um, going up against this super buff being, whether it's a force-sensitive yeah, yeah. person or not. Something a bit like that, because I, 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 I don't feel like that has properly been done in star wars i mean there are hints of things that maybe you could say they've been done like lilani lilani uh blowing lilani? up the trade federation ship but that's still not you know i'm not that's looking it, at the like, trade yeah. luke skywalker blowing up the death star could be yeah. seen if you really want to stretch it and that's what's interesting yeah. about it but character but person, character, person yeah. Know, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean maybe i mean mate again i could be wrong here but the closest thing i can think of is maybe like ray versus kylo but that, it doesn't really work the same like i'm ray talking about Pops, but still yeah <sighs> yeah i mean even not then, like you even like then. yours no, it's not david versus goliath in that traditional sense though so i don't think we have had one quite like that certainly not in a live action or animated medium that i could think of do you, do you know what I think of? What I think of is, is it the, vi- no, 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 it's not the village bride. It's, uh, one of the Star Wars Visions episodes where, um, uh, it's my favorite one, the one where they go into, um, like there's the acolytes of the dark side and they are kind of all oh, the ninth Jedi. The yeah, the ninth Jedi. Oh my days. Yeah. yeah phenomenal. But there's the young lass so, in so, that, so isn't so there? And she's like relatively inexperienced yes. and she's got, that's it. I know. I love that. I really, really, really love that. And it's kind of that trust in the force, trust in faith. And uh, anyway, oh. I've said long enough, Matty Boy, I'm really looking forward to hearing your answer on this, particularly because you are such a film gate, uh, geek, geek, 
geek. Uh, what would you say, geek. mate? Well, I actually haven't bothered with any films. Actually, I've gone for literature. Mm. But I, do you know what? Yep. I found this question quite hard, Matty boy and Lukey boy, because mm. Star Wars has just pinched so much from so many places that um, it, the, even the greatest of literatures, you could probably you could say kind of feels like they've already done that the first one i thought of was was 1984 george orwell's 1984 yeah, but andor might mm. now be diving into that like the totalitarian totalitarianism state mm-hmm. you know with where you are under the oppression your entire being is being watched i mean they've got like the chain codes in the bad batch but i think if they push it towards the first order i think we could have like a 1984 set in space but under the first order maybe in that year between the last jedi and tross you can kind of have something like that or even like brave That's new world cool. by aldous huxley which is a similar kind of uh, dystopian book but in that book they it, it revolves around the youth the children um you know emotion is conditioned out of kids at a young age and individuality so they are taught they are they are almost like become clones and robots the word clones there is a big thing um, and and there and, no, and there are no relationships because it, the state everyone is equal to each other. Everyone belongs or is attached to each other. But then I look at things like the First Order and the Jedi as well, where they take kids and they beat the emotions, not literally out of them, so they can become part of this group. But I'd love to see something like that in the in a future where the force sensitivity is conditioned out of kids. You know, to the point where it is repressed so much that it's almost non-existence yes we, you know the force resides in everyone but what if you're told it doesn't you know what if kids are brought up to be told yeah, it doesn't it's all a load of mumbo jumbo i'm talking further down the line and yeah you know for for a while you know the force is non-existent there you know and the the galaxy mm-hmm. is almost like one big literally one big state because everybody by the time they by the time enough time passes and the only people that are around are these conditioned people I think that could be a lot of fun. Um, wow, I that's almost like, a bit um, THX as well. That's a little bit it, THX eleven thirty eight. It is very which is like Lucas, very George well, yeah. Lucas, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah very. I cool, wouldn't mind. Or something like Tolstoy's um, Anna Karenina about um, two lovers who have to flee. Uh, though the fact that how they got to that position is um, uh, scandalous, scurrilous, but how they have to flee their states because of what it does to the social and political um, landscape. Uh, but it's set against the backdrop of this um, empirical um, dictatorship anyway uh, and like the transformations around them so I think mm. that could be quite fun as well but Lost Stars, people could say that's Lost Stars but it ain't quite um, but, but Lost Stars is revered as one of the best books out there for the reason that it has a couple of winks and a nod, winks and nods to this book but yeah that kind of stuff I'm looking more into the future, I'd love to like a 1984 or a Brave New World kind of story set in the future of Star Wars because the, the, they've kind of touched upon it now. I think Andor is going to be a 1984, I think. Um, but I'd love to see something where they get a bit THXy in the future when it's believable mm. that, you know, the Jedi oh. and the Sith and Luke Skywalker and Rey and that, they are, you know, their legacy is, you know, is out there. But like three, four, three, four, five hundred years later, they're, you know, nobody knows who they are. So it's feasible that these teachings could be forgotten. I'd love to see something like that, mate. But um, yeah. Dorian Gray's a good shout as well, um, Matty Boy. That would be proper weird in Star Wars, and I'm here for it. Mm, good answer. Again, very, very good, good. answer. 
from and, and good questions from both guys, Great Matthew question, and yeah. Tommy. Uh, everyone listening, everyone at home, what would you say? What would your answers be to them spicy ones? Let us know. Email us, DM us, whatever. Let us know. Uh, particularly, uh, would you also bully, bully children on a Friday on Crate? Because <laughs> uh, I would. I'd, Why wouldn't you? you? Know? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Galaxy far, far away. You can get away with most things. So uh, you want to bully children? Go ahead and do it. Luke Bly has given you his seal of approval. So like the great man himself has said, let us know your answers to those fantastic questions. We're going to have a couple more filthy questions next week. I don't know what they are, but I'm already looking forward to them. However, that is going to bring an end to the Senate and our time in the Bantina for this week. Bartender, sorry about the mess But like I said, we're going to be back again, same time again next week here in the Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game. The music said it all. I've said it all. Luke, for the punters out there, can we get a game from you as well, please? Game! Yeah, for the punters. You'll love yeah. it. Yep. We know there what we you go, want. Boy, We're going to give it to you. So, well, yep. Yes, the game. If you're new to the show, each week we end with a Star Wars-themed game. We alternate hosting responsibilities. And this week it is mine, Luke Blythe. So do you want to know what you're playing this week? Yes, please, matey boy. What are we doing? Mine is a short one, but it's a simple one. Very easy. Ooh. We've had the Mandalorian Season 3 official teaser trailer released in the past week or so. We loved it. We've just spoken about it. Go back and listen to it once you've heard this. You'll like it even more the second time round. However, you know, there's been other trailers released for Star Wars properties, and I want you to tell me the duration of those trailers. I've got six trailers here, and I want to tell oh you how days. long those trailers went on for in minutes and seconds, please. Okay, yeah, that's, do that? that is, that's original. Yes, I can give it's it a specific go. specific as well. I, 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 yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's smash out of the park. What we got? Here we go, then. Let's go for the first. For, so, and this, this is, I will, I will specify. So, the Mandalorian Season <laughs> 1 official trailer. YouTube has official trailer and teaser trailer. We are talking the official trailer. How long was this in minutes and seconds, please? And I'm not including... Oh, okay like the star wars stuff that comes at the end just from the start to the end of the actual trailer okay mate uh one minute 32 seconds (laughs) that's very specific one minute 32 (laughs) seconds (laughs) it's very specific i'm going in there's there's a slight you know uh there's there's a logic in the in the in this sort of madness yeah what's what's how is that well i'm gonna tell you mate that you're wrong, oh. but I'm going to give you the point anyway oh. because it's one minute and thirty-one seconds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thirty-one, you dirtbag. Yeah, it's because I've seen it so so often. I'm pretty sure I know. I'm pretty sure I know. Like, 
Disney sweet spots for how long they're Disney, <laughs> yeah. uh, how long their trailers it, it, it are going to be. It fades to black at one thirty-one. If you really want to add an extra second of black screen, then that counts. But you're a second yeah. out. I'm going to give a second or a leeway or so either side. But one thirty-one okay. is Man of yes. Season 1. So you are one for one, big boy. I know you feel good about that. Now, yes. okay. how long Very was good. the Mandalorian Season 2 official trailer? Oh, um... That's the one with the sweet, sweet... Oh, hang on. Is it... No, that's not... Is it the one with the Mongolian throat singing at the start? Yeah, these are the ones that were released pre... Yeah, yeah, uh, pre-release. So we're not talking about mid-season. So it's official trailer season two. And that's not a teaser. That's a trailer. Official trailer, yeah. Was that shorter or longer? I think that might have been a slightly shorter. That's the question. Yeah. I think it was one minute, 21 seconds. 121. Are you going to lock that one in, my friend? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do it. He, he looks tense. This is Sli- tense. Slightly, my friend. Slightly, yeah, go on. Man, though, season two trailer was one minute and... 47 seconds. Oh, no. One minute and 47 seconds of beautiful Din Djarin action. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. 20 seconds out. One for two. Uh, Okay, now let's move on. What about the Rise of Skywalker official trailer? The one with the boss music that we all know and love. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. uh, That's a beefier trailer, I'm sure of it. I think that's one minute, 60 seconds. So that's that would be two, two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. Yeah. Oh, God. One minute, 78 I've, I've seconds. Brought, brought, my, uh, brought my thinking cab on. Yeah, no, two Pretty minutes. Bonked. Two minutes. You going dead on two minutes? Uh, no. One minute, 58. <laughs> going one minute, 58. I think it's in the 150s. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. I think it's that. Okay. I can tell you then. That the Rise of Skywalker official trailer, the one with the boss music that we all know and love, was two minutes and 21 seconds. What? Remember, film trailers do tend to be a little bit longer than streaming. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. 221. So you're one for three. 33.3 recurring percent here. Uh, Three more, my friend. How long was the... All right, this is specific. I'm going for the Rogue One official trailer but the second one the first one has all the the footage that ain't even in the film so the second mm-hmm. rogue one trailer which is now essentially the official one how long was that one i'm going to i'm going to say the same answer again I want 1 minute 58 i'm going with a shorter trailer i'm not sure if that's going to be as long as rise of skywalker you want to know Rise of Skywalker was two minutes twenty one seconds. Do you want to know how long Rogue One? Second yeah, official, go on. The official go on. Yeah, two minutes twenty two seconds. It was one second Are you longer. Joking? No, it was wow. One second longer. So there's clearly difference. a pattern here, isn't there? With okay, all right. Wow, I. Okay, I well. Mm-hmm. You're okay. getting there. You got you got the first one right, so you can hold your ha- head up for that one. You, you boss yeah, I know. Two more I had to a go. Really good start. I'm like Sean in, in the in the fantasy football. I had a really good start, but by the end of the season, <laughs> he's know, long. He's he's talk. falling well short. Yeah, guy's got no stamina. Um, fighting okay, talk, right. Fighting talk. <laughs> the Force Awakens official trailer. 
Oh, that was so special. The one special. that came out in September of that year, you know, the official trailer. That was so, so special. Um, I watched it again today and got the got the goosebumps. Oh, it's just absolutely incredible. I remember absolutely. where I was when that came out. Is that out, the so. uh, Heart Chewy We're Home? No, that's not. That's from the... Uh, that's uh, teaser trailer, that is it. Teaser. That's, that's teaser, teaser trailer the official two. trailer. Yep. The one that came out in September of 2015, I believe it was. the Pretty much the only official trailer we got, really. <sighs> two minutes and 30 seconds. Because I think that's a beefy boy. That is a beefy boy. We lock in 2.30 in? Yeah. Go on, mate. With the Force Awakens official trailer, which gave me the goosebumps again, is two minutes and... Oh. 19 seconds. Oh, man. 10 seconds out, mate. What is going on? You have one more shot of redemption. Like Din Djarin in the Living Waters of Mandalore, you've got one more shot of redemption here. Go on, mate. You ready, mate? This is it. How long was the classic, the one, the only, the Phantom Menace trailer? The one everyone went to the cinema just to see. How long was that trailer? Trailers were like a whole different thing back then. They weren't good. A lot of trailers were not good. I think things like Star Wars made trailers good. Phantom Menace did, yeah. That was a when great you, trailer. When you look back at some old trailers, or when you put an old DVD on, and you see some of the trailers, like before, you're <laughs> like, beginning, mate, yeah. who made some this? Some of them are Oh, mate, they are really bad. Um, I'm going to say Phantom Menace. I, now, I think that might be around the two-minute mark. That's the one with Darth Maul at the end, right? Darth Maul's like in the and he ignites that's both. right but saying I'm nodding that, like a lot, people can hear me a, yes a lot happens a lot happens in that trailer mm-hmm. oh but my gut's saying two minutes I don't know why I know I know that goes against everything we've just spoken about like all of what we've but then this is from 20 plus years ago I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in two minutes I don't think it's gonna be as long as modern trailers or maybe it, oh. two minutes ten Two minutes ten. Go on. Oh, he's changing his mind. He's got, he hasn't gone for his gut. You sure you don't Let want to change in. your mind again? You're going to go two ten. Yeah, two ten. Go on, <sighs> mate. People paid money to see this. They spent eight hours trying to download this trailer. And for how long was it? How much footage did they get for their time and money? They got two minutes wow. and twenty five mm. seconds. Oh of my days! Footage. I should have mate, gone with. You, I, I thought you were going to go. I actually thought you were going to say about three minutes, but you should have got. You should have gone higher, mate. Two twenty-five. So for most of those, mate, some of them you were ten seconds out, some you were way out. But the first one, you were a second out. Maybe Phantom Menace like created the formula for the modern like trailer, like maybe film it did. Trailer. Some used to be really old, really long. Yeah, some of them did. Yeah, yeah. Gave I a lot of thinking that, but then I was like, no, because I was I was kind of thinking like. So basically, we were analysing today's trailer, and I knew that was one minute fifty seconds. So I was like, yeah. "Well, Mando season one, that's going to be like a w- little bit shorter, I think." So mm-hmm. that's like that was my logic behind it. Oh, and then after that, it went downhill, lads. So yeah, <laughs> it did. It there did. we go. But there we it, go. This is the way. But how have you got the this first one right? So it wasn't a washout, my mm. friend. You got one no. out of six. Work out the percentage between you all, and let me know this time next week but that is going to be that then for this week's game and also 
that is going to be that for this week's episode of star wars sessions episode 176 we are getting so close to 200 my my friend i can nearly start tasting that 200 goodness but before then mate we've got a lot of andor recaps to go we've got a lot of filth to recap i am here for it so we know the fun doesn't end here no one's ever really gone where can a fi- world find us, Master Blywater? They, Walter, they can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. You can search for us across social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and we will be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Drop us an email or a voice note. We love a voice note. Uh, send it over to hello there at starwarsessions.co dot uk uh if you want to join our discord we've got a great discord it's like a big group chat it's great um all people are welcome patreon.com up uh, not patreon discord just dm us dm us and we'll send you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll send you the link um i totally won't get my notes mixed up then yet yeah, dm us email us whatever and we'll send you the link to the discord that's all going good fun and if you do want to check out the discord uh the patreon oh my days what's going on matt it was going so well <laughs> patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions there's great stuff on there there we go over to you go matt. Get on take the it wine, away mate. go on take it go and me. get on the yeah. wine you're like lucky boy said if you want to get on the patreon um, if you're on it already, get us your questions in as well for the next few weeks. Uh, if you haven't done so already, we cannot wait to hear your questions. But if you want to support the show for free, very easily you can do by leaving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. You know Spotify is included in that list, so come on, give it to us. Give it to me. Five yeah, stars helps on. the show grow. It gets new listeners in, and it's another way for us to hear from more of you guys each and every week. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell your quaking monkey lizard that roams freely on your neighbour's tree. Tell your cousin, tell your Ewok, the more the merrier. (gasps) Uh, The castle spicier. That is right. Tell Mando that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke. Luke. Ah, yeah. Danmo. Yeah, I got it in the end. <laughs> there we go. Not bad, right? Not bad. <laughs> they are Essex based podcast heroes. Come on, baby, do the magic hand thing.